Hello, writers. I've always been someone who jumped into projects without any planning. Sure, I mean, I had a general idea in my mind, but writing an outline or sketching out the plot points? Yeah, no, that was not for me. I felt like doing so would, I don't know, stifle my creativity or something. I felt like I needed the idea, the topics, the characters to shape themselves on the page. But two things happened this year that have changed my perspective. First, I decided to write a second book. And second, I enrolled in a book coaching certification program. And let me tell you, I just might be a convert to making a plan for my writing. Now, if you're already a plotter, someone who maps out your writing ahead of time, then today's episode will serve as a little validation and maybe new ways of approaching this thing you're already doing. And if you're a pantser or someone who likes to fly by the seat of your pants while writing, let me assure you that this isn't a hard sell. Instead, I just want to offer some things that I've learned this year, along with one small thing you can try that will make a huge difference in your next project. So let's get started. I'm Stephanie Detlefs, writer and book coach, and this is the Hello Writers Podcast. Together we'll discover inspiration, motivation, and practical tools to take into your writing life right now. Welcome. I want to start by noting that in today's episode, I'm going to focus more on narrative writing versus informational nonfiction. So I'll be talking about things like character and scene development. However, the reasons for planning your story are similar to why you might plan an article or a nonfiction book. So take what works for you and apply it in whatever way makes sense. Like I said in the beginning, I've always been a diehard pantser. I preferred to just dive in and see what emerged on the page. The honest truth is that I'm still a pantser when it comes to short pieces like articles or essays or newsletters, but I've changed my mind when it comes to longer projects. When I wrote my first book, Unspoken, I just dove in the way I always did. I wrote the first scene, which was actually the climactic scene of the book, without any idea who these characters were or how they got there. I just had this scene in my mind. Then I tried to build my story around it, and not surprisingly, I got totally lost in the weeds. I had well over 100 pages written when I realized that they were disjointed and I didn't know how to smooth them out. The only thing I could think of to do was to draw the good old narrative arc, that bell curve that starts with the exposition, then moves upward as the events unfold until it hits a peak and begins to slope back down toward the resolution of the story. I plotted on this map the events that I had already written. I realized that some of the scenes I had already written didn't make any sense anymore, and I didn't understand why I had made some of the decisions that I had made. And by the time I finished grappling with this map, I really wished that I had done it ahead of time, because it would have saved a lot of time and energy and, frankly, pages that wound up in the trash. This year... When I started writing a new book, 
also contemporary middle grade fiction, I decided from the get-go that I was going to take a different approach to see if I could hit all of the marks without getting lost in the weeds first. I actually went out and bought a book about plotting a story following the three-act structure, and I followed the author's plan to the T. Even though I wasn't completely sold on the structure itself, I wanted to see what it felt like to map out a story before ever putting words on the page. One poster board and 32 post-its later, I had a map of the events of the story. But to be honest, it felt really cold. Sure, the story was compelling to me in my head, but looking at this map of the basic events of the story seemed so dry, like the real story wasn't there. I didn't know what was missing, but I knew that something was. Regardless, I figured I would just start writing and see how it went, because remember, my goal was to experience what it was like to plan first. And, well, it was what I expected. It wasn't fun. It felt formulaic and boring, just like writing from outlines had felt when I was forced to do it in middle and high school. While the planning itself had been fun, I felt like the fun had been taken out of the actual writing of the draft. You're probably thinking, wait, I thought this was about the benefits of planning, and you're saying it sucked? (laughs) Hang in there with me for a second. So remember I said that two things happened this year that changed my mind. So let me tell you about the second. This summer, I signed up for Author Accelerator's book coaching certification program. Basically, I'm continuing what I've been doing for clients, but their program has deepened my understanding of how to help writers create the book project they've always wanted to write in a way that's meaningful and powerful And one of the tools, one of the main tools within the program, which I'm so excited to start using with my clients, is what founder Jenny Nash calls the inside outline. The inside outline is, in fact, an outline of the entire book, capturing an overview of each important scene or section of the events of the story. This is essentially what I'd already done on my poster board, except for one thing. The inside outline also requires to dig into the point of each scene. Why is the character making these choices? What emotion or desire or need is driving the character's decisions? What is it about this scene that drives it into the next one? Basically, the inside outline requires the writer to deeply understand not only the events, but the why behind them. And I realized that this was what was missing from the outline I'd created for my new book. It was that deep level why, the understanding of the reasons behind the events. So while I had my deep level why about the entire book, I didn't have the smaller whys within it. And now that I've added that layer to my poster board, I am so much more engaged and drawn into my own story. And I just can't wait for each writing session. Because at the end of the day, the emotion of a story is why we read it. Sure, the events might be exciting or thrilling or adventurous. But without the emotion, they're just a dry retelling of this happened, then this happened, then this happened. And we have to remember that readers are human beings with emotions, and understanding and communicating the emotions behind our events is what we have to offer them. So, as promised, I want to offer you three reasons why planning your story can be beneficial, especially planning it in this way. 
Reason number one, you're less likely to get lost in the weeds, like I did with my first book. Sure, at the beginning, you'll feel like you have a good idea of where the story is going to go. But once you've been working on it for a few weeks or months, it's likely that the story will get a little convoluted. Having a plan to refer back to gives you landmarks toward which you can point as you write. Reason number two is that you begin writing with the end in mind. Plotting out the events of the story leads you to the beginning, the middle, and the end, which means you know where you are going the whole time. Think of it as the difference between saying, hey, let's go for a drive and see where we end up, versus, hey, let's take the back roads toward our hometown and try to arrive there by dinner time. The first one is great for a journaling session, maybe, but when you're trying to write something you hope to eventually finish, the second is just that much more efficient. And reason number three, when you plan, you can map out the emotional arc of the story as well as the events so that you know why this story is happening and you know how it will connect with the reader. I've already talked about this, but I think it's worth saying again, knowing why the events are happening is essential to capturing the emotions of the reader, essential to conveying them to the point you're trying to make about these characters and these events and human nature and the world at large. Okay, in case I still have some stubborn pantsers listening, and believe me, I know what you're thinking because I was you and I still am in some ways. I want to offer this final thought. A plan that you create in advance, whatever form it takes, can and should be thought of as a living document. Of course, it might change once your writing gets underway. It might change because as you're drafting, you realize that you want to go a different direction. Or it might change because you work with a book coach or an editor who encourages a different path. It might change for many different reasons, and it might change in big or small ways. So don't think that once you've created a plan that it's set in stone, think of it as written in pencil. If you need to change it, you can. But if you get lost, it can be a place to return to. So every week on this podcast, I give you one small strategy or tool that you can take and implement in your writing life right away. And although this is a huge topic today, I want to give you something small to try. So this week, here's your task. I want you to write a description of your current project in under 50 words. That sounds like a lot, but it's really only a sentence or two. This will include a summary of the topic as well as the big idea. It's harder than it sounds, especially with longer projects, but give it a try because I think you'll enjoy it. I've created a worksheet to explain and prompt this challenge, and you can find it at hellowriters.net slash 16. And hey, if you listen to this podcast regularly, would you do me a favor? Would you write a review on Apple Podcasts? I'm not someone who enjoys asking for stuff like this, but I know that reviews on Apple are what push a podcast into feeds of people who might not otherwise see it, but could benefit from it. You could also share the podcast with your writer friends or on your social media feeds. Thanks so much. This was a meaty topic today, one we'll probably return to again and again in the future. But if you've always been someone who wrote by the seat of her pants like I was, 
I hope that this gave you something to think about. As always, if you'd like to dig deeper into your project and maybe even try a little planning, you can email me about coaching packages and we can see if working together would work for you. My email address is hello at stephaniedetlefs.com and I'll put that in the show notes. Remember, I believe in you and I believe in your story and I want to help you get it out into the world because your story matters. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Hello Writers podcast. I hope you found today's episode meaningful for your writing life. I also hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. To learn more, visit hellowriters.net.